The Crow and the Pitcher, Part 2 After the crow had drunk his fill, and the pitcher was half full with stones, the crow rose lazily and a little heavily back to his branch on the oak tree, overlooking the garden. He blinked, watched, and waited, hoping for rain. But the day was dry, and the sky a thirsting ache of blue, and it was not long before he was thirsty again. In the corner of the garden was a tap, and he had seen the gardener turn it, seen the cool dream of water pour out in great gushes of coolness. And as the day wore on, his thirst returned, and the crow thought, and thought again, until the gardener opened the back door of his cottage and shuffled out, holding a small bucket in his left hand to the tap. The crow watched as he placed the bucket underneath, pulled the metal lever towards himself with his gnarled and knotted fingers until the water whooshed and poured into his bucket. He watched again as the gardener pushed the lever back and the water stopped flowing with a thick, swallowing clunk. And he watched as the gardener lifted up the bucket, almost overflowing with water, and dragged himself leaning heavily to one side back towards his cottage. After he had gone, the crow thirstily swooped down to catch any drops of cool silver water, but alas, there were none. He waited in the shadows, for the sun had dipped behind the garden shed roof. He looked up at the telegraph wires. He saw the farmer's clothes drying in the last of the warmth of the day upon the washing line. He saw the frayed, loose, coiled rope of the sleeping farmer's dog line upon the cracked and dry farmyard floor. And then, in a flash of thinking, he began to hop and hop again towards the dog's kennel with a picture in his mind. It was like nest building, and after having pulled the rope with his beak and lifted it and dragged it and pulled it across the distance, the crow had woven and crossed the thin strands of the end of the rope, binding it as tight as his beak could allow to the handle of the tap. The dog was still sleeping, though, and although it was time to wake him up, the crow flew in front of the dog's face, resting and snoozing upon his paws, and then started to caw and flap crazily. The dog woke up with a start and a bark and started leaping up at the crow, who danced in the air with just enough skill to keep away from his teeth and jaws. The crow knew just what to do, he flew back and back again, further away from the tap. The dog pulled and snarled as the rope became tighter and tighter, pulling hard upon his collar. All of a sudden, there was a gush as the tap was pulled open and water flooded and hissed to the ground. The crow leaped and jumped through the air and flew in swoops to the tap, flapping and clapping his wings in the water and drinking it in gulps. The dog followed him, 
forgetting his anger, waddling and shaking in the fine rainbow sprays of water that splashed against the watching gardener's glasshouse window. The gardener looked on, smiling, and as he looked, he found an old saucer for the crow to drink from the next day. And after closing the tap, the gardener saw the crow flying and the dog walking back to his kennel, and the dog sharing his bowl of water in the late afternoon sun. The gardener smiled to himself as he filled the second saucer with water and carried it to the crow, who pecked and preened himself upon the roof of the kennel. <laughs>